Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Anya. This is Tableau 30.5. Enjoy. Obviously, you must be a flippant. Sleeping dragon. No such thing as coincidence. Cheshire cat with the sexy cool My big bro the mic cause he still fucking rules Got a new show and a little bit of time To show you what it's like without a number one mind Bring a few friends, maybe a few or two Let the obviously oblivious into you Obviously oblivious with the mic and evil Cheshire cat Hello obviously oblivious listener, it is me, the mic And usually we don't have like mini shows or added releases to our podcast but due to the uh the awesomeness which was uno chateau's story from 0030 he was inspired from uh what we talked about on the show with the you know the skynet rats and uh he sent along another story and i thought it was awesome thought i had a great ending and i figured i'd redeem myself from how poorly i read the last uno chateau story so hopefully i redeem myself hopefully you respect me again because I was so embarrassed. Not really, but... Anyway, without any further ado, I give you Metallic Rats. It's Terminator fan fiction by T. Patrick Rooney, a.k.a. Uno Shiato, a.k.a. One Shit. Skynet had some blind spots. It needed to get into certain areas to search out and to destroy the insufferable, annoying humans. It analyzed many of the possible ways it could utilize a smaller form of life and get it into the hidden areas that it needs to see into and came up with several possibilities. The sinuous bodies of weasels would make great spies, but they didn't have the strength that some of the other forms had. So in the end, Skynet decided on rats, big fat rats, that it could reinforce with alloy skeletons and cover in living tissue and fur. The rats had the normal-looking tail of their species, but Skynet added a few enhancements to make it even more useful. The rats could stop and lock into observation mode. The reticle connections would swap over, and its vision would be sent to the nearest Skynet upload terminal for analysis. Thirteen days after Skynet reached its decision, the rats were ready for deployment. Christina, or Cat as she liked to call herself, was tired. She had been running most of the day, and she had broken a nail as well. Her husband, Steve was being a total asshole and would not let her stop for rest or even get some water. They had been hiding in an abandoned warehouse when Cat had woken up to see a huge, disgusting rat perched on a smashed crate nearby. She had of course screamed and jumped up to start running away and immediately smashed the top of her head into the chunk of the partially crumbled wall that they had been sleeping behind. This stunned her and her scream cut off instantly as she fell to her knees as the blinding pain blanked her vision for a few seconds, coating the world with a white glaze of agony. Groping blindly, she grabs onto a rod of rebar exposed in the crushed wall and uses it to pull herself up. Her vision returns and her husband shows up. What is it? 
Why are you screaming? You know we have to be quiet, he whispers. His face close to her ear and his voice pitched down so only she could hear it. Because I'm in fucking pain, I got up and there was this huge rat staring in my face and it was gross. I tried to get up to run, but I smashed my head, Cat said loudly. Shh, please, you have to keep it down. You're giving away our position. They're all around us. Wait, did you just say a rat? Yeah, it was a huge gross one over there, she says, a tiny bit quieter, and points over to the smashed crate. Suddenly, they can hear a low whining sound that rises in pitch like a jet engine starting up. Run! They found us, and keep quiet! Steve says, pushing her towards a hole in the wall. They take off running, and from behind them, the building explodes and a massive wave of concussion force smashes into them from behind, picking them up like toys and tossing them across the old country highway the building had once been situated beside. They land in a swollen mass of mud that slopes down from the side into a ditch of runoff water from the highway. They slide down the slope into the filthy water as huge chunks of stone rain down all around them, smashing into the ground, leaving huge rents into the earth. We have to move! Run! Steve says, pulling her to her feet and shoving her towards the woods a few feet away from the ditch. She starts to complain when a laser beam flashes past where she had just been standing and blasts a hole into a tree the size of her head. They both duck down and sprint into the woods as another wind begins. They get under the cover of trees and Steve yanks her to the left and they run like crazy as a missile goes off behind them splintering the trees like toothpicks. That was three hours ago. They had been running ever since with only two, three-minute breaks. They reach the outskirts of a city, and looking around, Stephen tries to find some cover. Stephen leads her into a drainage tunnel and shuts the huge iron gate behind them. He leads her into the back of the massive pipe and around the first bend so they're not in sight of the entrance itself. All right, I think we lost them. Let's just rest here for a bit and try to be very quiet, all right? He asks, nodding his head at her. She weakly nods back, too exhausted to speak, and leans her head back against the side of the tunnel and closes her eyes. Sometime later, a gut-wrenching scream rips into the air and her eyes flash open. It is pitch black around her, and feeling around, she feels Steve's coat, but no Steve. She sees a flash of light from the tunnel toward the entrance and glances quickly that way. There's a beam of light on the floor like a searchlight. She shuffles back her hand, reaching for the gun holstered on her belt, but it isn't there. Then she remembers. She had taken it off the night before when they slept in the warehouse. The rat scared her so much, she never remembered to grab it and put it on again. Tears fill her eyes as she realizes that she has to fight the might of Skynet with only the tiny lock blade knife her dad gave her for Christmas years ago. She pulls the knife from her pocket and snaps open its two and a half inch blade as she hears the squeaking sounds begin. Turning, Cat reaches out her hands and touches the sides of the tunnel. She then begins to walk as fast as she can away from the entrance. She is biting her bottom lip to keep from crying, and tears of helplessness run down her face in a constant stream. Her groping hands find another tunnel entrance to her right. It is smaller, but she can squeeze in. Ducking down, Christina wiggles into the tiny tunnel, the bottom of which has a steady stream of water trickling down it. On her hands and knees, she crawls as fast as she can away from the main tunnel. Her knees start to hurt, but she presses on as more tears stream down her face. The tunnel narrows, but she can see the light ahead and what looks like a curbside grate. She is forced down, crawling along her belly. There is a squeak from behind her, and suddenly something bites into her left boot and pulls her. Her head comes up and smashes into the top of the drainage pipe. She is crawling through. 
White hot spears of pain shoot through her head, and her eyes cross as her head rings from the impact. The exit is just ahead. She can make it. She starts to wiggle faster, and faster her arms are pulling her along. A mouth fastens onto her right ankle above her boot. She screams in agony as the teeth latch on and dig in deeply. Another mouth bites into her left calf. It seems to bite and tear away a chunk of her, and then shove its nose instantly back in for another bite. She struggles forward, screaming in pain. She can feel the weight of a thousand tons of earth pressing down all around the tunnel she is crawling through. She cannot stand up and run away. She's trapped. Two more mouths bite into her, bringing more screams of pain. The mouths begin to tear her legs apart as her upper body crawls along, pulling herself forward in a frenzy of agonizing tears towards the light ahead of her. One of the mouths tear through her hamstring, and her left leg instantly stops moving. She screams again, and her hand grabs onto the grate in front of her. She shoves it forward and open. It swings open and smashes onto the street. A horde of rats pour in, biting and clawing at her face. All she can do is scream for a few seconds as the teeth slash into her throat, and she bleeds out, twitching feebly. The last thing she sees is one of the rats bite down and pull out her eye. Yoink! A few minutes later, a gigantic machine rolls by. The giant lasers on its shoulder firing indiscriminately at everything around it. The machine is so big, it never notices when its rear treads smash a tiny forgotten drainage tunnel, and blood shoots from both ends like a burrito that gets run over by a car. Again? Wow. Now that's a death for Cat that I can certainly get behind. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, Uno Shato, fantastic job. I'm always happy to hear when, when somebody tells us that they were inspired to write something or do something because of us. So, uh, this is my homage to you for such a good story. It's actually uh, a setup for something huge that we just started planning today for, uh, obviously, Oblivious episode 0031. It's going to be our Halloween episode, so it's going to be something pretty big, and I think you guys are going to fucking love it. But, anyway, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it. I just wanted to record something real quick. Uh, when we recorded the show the other night, uh, Pro Tools was capturing me and Cat's track, and that was irritating me, and I wanted to figure that out anyway. So this was a good opportunity to, you know, test it out. So I'll leave you guys out with the song. I don't know what it is yet. I don't have my laptop up here with me, but uh, whatever it is, I'll uh, put some notes to it in, uh, you know, the show guide. So just a reminder, we love hearing feedback. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. It's uh, 206-888-6052. That's the brand new uh, voicemail line. You can see our Facebook page. That's at obviouslyoblivious.com. That's the quick way to get there. And also, orgasm at obviouslyoblivious.com is a great way to send us emails, but we'd like to hear from you. If you haven't already, please leave us an iTunes review. I always like to read those as well. I know Cat feverishly sits at iTunes all day long and clicks refresh to see if anything pops up. She's very strange, and well, let's be honest, she doesn't have a lot going on. So help Cat out. Give her something to look forward to. Anyway, thanks for all the comments about the most recent show, 0030. So for Uno Shato's great story, and for obviously Oblivious 0030.5, this is Mike saying night. Night. When the house was standing You'd never have believed it When the house was standing
believed it When the house was standing You'd never have believed That gaping hole Was once a foundation Where you stand now Were tools in the basement And how can you say Forever With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.